The Avenue of the Baobabs is probably the most incredible and surreal avenue in the world. To see it, head to Madagascar. It's not the only giant thing you can find there. This island is also home to huge comet moths. Their wingspan is crazy, up to 8 inches. So you don't even need to look for iffy bottles with drink-me signs on it to significantly shrink in size. Wakuchina looks like an oasis in the middle of a desert. Oh wait, it actually is a desert. But unlike many others, it has a bunch of clubs and bars. A fun thing you can do there is sandboarding and even bodyboarding. Make sure you've got the glasses on and your mouth's tightly closed. The Tunnel of Love in Cleveland, Ukraine is completely covered with plants. Some couples believe that if they go through this two-and-a-half-mile-long tunnel together, their dream might come true. Be careful what you wish for, though. There are trains going through this tunnel three times every day. The dark hedges in Northern Ireland seem a bit creepy because of the legend that surrounds this alley. The locals say the road is haunted by the ghost called the Grey Lady. By the way, guess what TV show was filmed here? In northern Portugal, there's a wonderful house that looks like a prehistoric building, almost like a cave, but it's an actual cottage. It's called Casa do Pinedo, which literally means boulder house, and it's a tiny museum now. From far away, it looks like a huge stone and a perfect dwelling for some mysterious creature. Another such abode is in Italy, somewhere in the middle of Rishenzi. It's an artificial lake created as a result of flooding. This place is famous for its 14th century church standing right in the water. So the only time you can get there on foot is in winter, when and if the lake freezes over. One lake you can definitely take a stroll on is Baikal. No wonder, located in the heart of Siberia, it freezes over every winter. It's so large that it has 27 islands on it. It's also the deepest lake in the world, reaching almost 5,400 feet. Off to hot waters. Grand Prismatic Spring in Wyoming is the largest spring in the U.S. and the third largest water source of this kind in the world. Don't you dare swim there! Not only is it boiling hot, you'll also have to face a fine for that. Enjoy it safely on the shore. Mont-Saint-Michel in Normandy, France is a top fairy tale destination if you ever wanted to feel like a prince or princess. The magnificent castle is surrounded by water, but not all the time. It all depends on the moon. The highest tide can be seen 36 to 48 hours after a full moon. When I was there, I saw only a deserted area with a few puddles. A night sky with thousands of stars has those romantic vibes, but the literal sea of stars probably has even more. Welcome to the Maldives' Bathu Island. The beaches here glow blue at night, thanks to the bioluminescent plankton in the water. You didn't think these were real stars, did you? If the stars don't interest you that much, you'd likely like the sky full of balloons. Cappadocia, a region in Turkey, is originally famous for incredible rock formations, but it also attracts visitors thanks to its wonderful hot air balloon experience. For those who always wanted to walk on clouds whenever they peeped out of the window on a plane, good news, guys! You can do just that in Bolivia. It's not a literal cloud, but an extremely large salt tile. 
It's called Solar de Uyuni, and it mirrors the sky during the wet season, creating that illusion of infinity and walking on the sky. In Colombia, make sure to visit the Las Lajus Sanctuary. To get to the church itself, you'll need to cross a bridge that seems to be hung right in the air, and there's some fast-flowing water underneath you. Well, we're back in France. It's Colmar Alsace region, and just look at these houses. Colorful facades made of timber, canals all adorned with flowers and cobblestone streets. Germany is full of cities with these cozy gingerbread houses, and Rothenburg Abdutaber is not an exception. It's an almost fully preserved medieval town with dozens of multicolored facades and authentic taverns. It looks especially magical in winter, with snow-dusted roofs and awesome holiday markets. In Iceland, many houses have grass roofs. Such dwellings are called turf houses, and grass on top of them has multiple functions. It not only decorates, but also protects houses from heavy rains. The grass grows in the foundation made of lava rock and needs regular trimming. In Costa Rica, on the islands of Isla de Caño, there's an assortment of about 300 circular objects of different sizes. Locals call them las bolas, which is simply the balls in English. These stones have an almost perfectly round shape. Some of them are huge, weighing up to 16 tons each. They're also made of different materials – gabbro, limestone, and sandstone. They're considered to have been put in lines in front of the chief's houses. Nobody knows for sure where those balls came from, but some myths claim they originated from Atlantis. A place called Angel Fall speaks for itself. It does look idyllic. It's the world's tallest uninterrupted waterfall, many times taller than Niagara Falls. The waterfalls in cascades and much of it evaporates on its way down, which creates an illusion of those beautiful clouds. If you're into dazzling shine, try visiting the Grand Crystal Cave in Mexico. You can only do so under professional supervision, but it's definitely worth it. Chances are, you've never seen a crystal twice your body size. North Yungus Road in Bolivia is one of the most picturesque and most hazardous roads in the world. Just imagine biking along a cliff trail at a mind-numbing height, overlooking the lush Bolivian jungle and misty mountains at a distance. What a view! But as soon as you realize you're riding on a 10-foot-wide stretch of road, some of which isn't even paved, you might get skin crawls. And for good reason. Over 200 folks tumble to their demise each year on this devious mountain climb. And the absence of any guardrail doesn't help at all. Now, if you're more into walking, consider the Husseini Bridge in Pakistan. It's officially the most dangerous hanging bridge in the world, but hardly the only one in the country. It's a long and nerve-wracking traverse over Lake Borat, with many planks of the bridge missing and the whole construction creaking ominously in the wind. Still, the place has become a major tourist attraction, although the old and broken bridge visible nearby only adds to the impression that you're inevitably going to fall to a screaming end. Well, at least you can be thankful that the lake beneath is not Lake Natron in Tanzania. 
If you fall into water, you still have a chance of survival. If you fall into the waters of natron, not so much. The pH levels here are a skin-melting 10.5. What passes for water is more like an alkaline soup. No wonder this place is so peaceful. Pretty much nothing wants to live here. And yet, flocks of flamingos come to Lake Natron to breed every few seasons, and it becomes a white-pink paradise for the period. Positively. Which can't be said about the Danakil Depression in Ethiopia. Despite its beautiful, otherworldly landscape, it's perhaps the loneliest place on Earth. Yellow, orange, and green mounds are made of salt, sulfur, and iron, creating views like nowhere else on the planet. Yet the combination of temperature and toxic minerals makes this place absolutely unlivable. Researchers coming here haven't found even microscopic life in this valley. Really, like another planet. Beautiful and desolate. On the other hand, there's an island that's bubbling with life, yet still you don't want to be there. It's called Snake Island, and the name says it all. It's chock full of snakes. In fact, there are so many of them, especially the venomous varieties, that Brazil has forbidden access to the island to any and all visitors. But even if it wasn't closed off, not many would be brave enough to go to a place where a single step offshore could land you a venomous bite. Now, I'll bet that fly geyser in the middle of the Nevada desert was created partly because humans became jealous of that. This place had been just another bit of desert until 1916. People came here to drill a water well. They quickly saw the error of their ways, though. The water came out boiling hot and unfit for drinking. 50 years later, there was another attempt, but the same thing happened. We don't learn, do we? Anyway, hot water never stops spewing from under the ground. And today, we have a massive geyser cluster colored in shades of red, orange, and yellow. Now, I say let's take a break from things that could bite, burn, or crush you and take a walk in a serene forest. We're in Japan, and it's Sagano Bamboo Forest, a marvelous natural park where you can't help but hush your voice and just look. And listen, too. Because the sound of the wind in the bamboo trees is the first ever officially recognized soundscape. All the more surprising to find such a place just half an hour's ride from Kyoto, one of the busiest cities in the country. Take a deep breath of fresh air now. You're gonna need it. We're going underwater. Behold the Great Blue Hole, apparently named by Captain Obvious. It's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Located off the coast of Belize, this giant sinkhole is a massive tourist attraction, especially popular among divers. It's actually a whole cave system, and they say it gets weirder and more picturesque the deeper you dive. Beware, though, it's popular among sharks, too, and both bull sharks and hammerheads have been spotted here more than once. Here, have a towel and prepare for some barbecue. The Darvasa gas crater is waiting. A huge hole again, this time in the ground and burning. Over 50 years ago, geologists found this spot in Turkmenia, Central Asia, and were quite a bit alarmed. There was an enormous deposit of methane, a highly flammable gas, underground. They set it on fire to prevent the gas from spreading, and since then, the holes kept burning. It's over 200 feet across and 100 feet deep, and no one knows when it'll finally run out of fuel. Is it too hot again? 
Well, let's have a little swim with jellyfish then. Jellyfish Lake on one of the rock islands in Palau is perfectly described by its name. In 2005, there were about 30 million of these creatures here. Although today only 700,000 of them remain, their number is growing and tourists can actually swim with them. Until they get stung, that is. Okay, kidding. These jellyfish don't have stingers, so it's safe. Until they decide to grow stingers, of course. The marble caves in Chile are one of the most far-off natural wonders of the world. The cathedral, the chapel, and the cave are the three main attractions. They're a group of black-and-white caverns, columns, and tunnels made of marble. Waves have been shaping them over thousands of years, and they're still going strong. The caves and turquoise water waves team up to make a sweet light show. When summer starts, an ordinary-looking river in Colombia transforms into a liquid rainbow. Caño Cristales, also known as the most beautiful river in the world, sparkles in five colors – red, black, green, blue, and yellow. It only looks like this for six months a year because of the special underwater plant that makes all those colors. It needs the perfect amount of sunshine and water to work its magic. The river in Dakhi, India is a kayaker's dream. It's emerald and so transparent, you can see all the way to the bottom. Bright pebbles, stones, and fish, the colorful fishing boats seem to be floating on glass. The only sounds you can hear are the swirling of the river and the occasional bird flying past. One of the cleanest villages in the world isn't far from the Emerald River. It has three street cleaners who work every day, even in heavy rain. The locals plant flowers and bushes all over the village, and cars aren't allowed. The parking fee for tourists is used to pay for more street cleaning. The cost of littering? A fine or even jail. Blue Lake in New Zealand is one of the world's clearest lakes. It's basically like looking at distilled water. You can even see blue-violet shades in it, which is super rare. The water comes from its neighbor, an icy glacier lake. The local Maori people don't let you swim there. You can't even dip your toes in. They believe the lake has special powers. Luskintyre Beach is an endless stretch of white sand dunes and perfect blue water. But don't let the tropical vibe fool you. It's in Scotland. That's why it only looks nice in May and June. In December, the place only gets an hour of sunshine per day, so it looks pretty bleak. Five Hour Lake in China's Jusigao Valley changes from yellow to emerald green, dark jade to light turquoise, and sometimes even coral color which I didn't even know existed. It never freezes thanks to underwater hot springs and never dries up like some of its neighbors. The local legend is that it's made up of pieces of a mirror that fell from the sky. The surrounding valley has some of those classic hills with above-ground caves in them, spectacular waterfalls, around 140 different birds, and a couple of giant pandas and other endangered plants and animals. The Southern Ocean near Antarctica has the cleanest air in the world. It's so clear, scientists could barely find any DNA in it to analyze. Just some random marine bacteria. Antarctica itself is 99% ice and has mind-blowing blue glaciers, active volcanoes, and the best views of crispy clean snow anywhere in the world. Mount Haleakala in Hawaii is one of the quietest places in the world. Rangers there often measure exactly zero sound. Its name in Hawaiian means House of the Sun. 
It was formed thanks to a 1 million year old volcano. Lava built up over the years and grew into a mountain. It has its own climate and weather that's almost impossible to predict. Now, it takes almost a week by ship to travel from South Africa to the world's most isolated settlement, Edinburgh of the Seven Seas. Great name alert. You need special local government permission to visit. The roughly 300 locals all treat each other as family, grow their own food, and keep their island impeccably clean. Daintree Forest in Australia is the oldest rainforest in the world. It's been around for over 100 million years, and it's home to 12,000 types of insects and about 90% of Australia's butterfly and bat population. It's also home to about 3,000 different kinds of plants. The Bazaruto Archipelago in the Indian Ocean has crystal white sands and unspoiled coral reefs and almost no tourists. It's an official marine reserve, so commercial fishing is off-limits. You can still see fishermen in traditional old boats, though. That's why the corals are still in perfect condition. Bazaruto is also home to some of the last remaining sea cows. A mysterious emerald bamboo grove is located a short train ride away from Kyoto. It's like a portal into another universe. The creaking and rustling sounds make it one of the top 100 soundscapes in Japan. Local artists make baskets, coasters, and chopstick rests all out of bamboo. The Great Bear Rainforest in British Columbia is famous for its 1,000-year-old cedars, mossy waterfalls, water the color of granite, and crystal-clear streams. It's home to the rare cream-colored Kermode bear, also known as spirit bear. Add some Sitka deer, coastal gray wolves, cougars, mountain goats, orcas, salmon, sea lions, sea otters, humpback whales, um, you get the picture. The secret of the Candy Floss Pink Sand Beach in Barbuda is that it's made of crushed corals with tiny single-celled red things living beneath. You can see the famous pink shade when the waves are strong enough. This place doesn't have any public facilities, so it's much less crowded than other Caribbean islands, and that's why it's so clean. Now, it took thousands of years to form the Piccaninny Ponds in Australia. Underground water crept slowly up to the surface through all that limestone. It formed a large underwater cavern with amazing white walls. You need a special permit to dive there, but it's definitely worth it. In the northeast of Thailand, a family of enormous stone whales swim through a forest. These aren't real whales, of course. They're actually a part of a 75-million-year-old rock formation. A long time ago, this part of Thailand was just a desert. The movements of the Earth's crust push sandstone up to create these fascinating mountains. Reachable by anyone willing to spend a day hiking up the network of trails, this landmark is becoming increasingly popular with tourists. Once you reach the back of one of the whales and look down on the endless sea of green below, you'll know why. On these hikes, you'll find waterfalls, a wide variety of exotic plants and animals, and from the very top, you can even look straight across to the neighboring country of Laos. Their shapes look just like whales swimming together. No wonder this place is called Three Whale Rocks. What a way to see Thailand on the back of a giant stone whale. While digging in a Canadian mine in March 2011, a worker made a shocking discovery. They found a nearly perfectly preserved nodosaur specimen. 
This extinct dinosaur weighed in at around 3,000 pounds and grew to 18 feet. Despite being over 110 million years old, the nodosaur was so well-preserved that you can clearly see the heavy body armor and scaly skin that covered it. It took almost an entire year of painstaking work to uncover the incredible find. The fossil was finally unveiled in a Canadian museum in 2017. Unexpectedly, analysis of the skin showed shading that the nodosaur may have been capable of camouflage, like modern-day geckos and moths. This is in addition to the spines and scales that already make it a walking tank. Still being studied today, this nodosaur could go down as one of the most important fossils discovered in a long time. Its detail could help us to uncover even more of the mysteries of the past. The Voynich Manuscript is the world's most mysterious document. Since its discovery in 1912, the manuscript has been a complete mystery to everyone that comes across it. It is heavily illustrated with strange pictures of alien plants, unknown objects, and the zodiac symbols. But the most interesting aspect of it is the writing. The language used in the text is completely indecipherable. No one knows what it says, who wrote it, or where it was written. We don't even know if it was a real, functional language or if it was just created for this one text. The drawings of different plants are equally intriguing. Most of the plants in the manuscript are identifiable as plants, but they don't match up with any known species. A professor of applied linguistics in England claimed to have deciphered some of the characters in the book. But we haven't managed to uncover any more information about this mysterious text. If you're ever going to head down under, don't forget to pay a visit to the mystery craters in Queensland. Halfway between Bundaberg and Jinjin is one of Australia's most baffling finds, and that's saying quite a lot for Oz. In 1971, the site belonged to a farmer growing zucchini and potatoes. As the farmer tried to expand his farm, he kept hitting large rocks in the fields while plowing. When he took a closer look at the rocks in his way, he found marine fossils in some strange craters. The farmer passed his finds on to geology professors, who set out to research the formations. When the geologists began digging around the area, they uncovered a huge layer of sandstone and ochre stain that was completely covered with craters. There were 35 craters in total, and the layer of rock is estimated to be around 25 million years old. The scientists studying this mystery believe that hot springs, former ocean activity, and meteors are the prime suspects behind the craters. And I'd like to know about the characters who named those towns Bundaberg and Jinjin. <laughs> what fun names! Now, the Antikythera mechanism is an ancient computer of sorts that's still baffling scientists with its extraordinary design. Around 2,000 years ago, a Greek ship sank off the coast of the island of Antikythera. The wreckage was discovered in 1900, and divers salvaged some of its ancient artifacts. When archaeologists started sorting out the discoveries from the wreckage, they came across an object that didn't seem to fit with anything else. The wreckage was ancient, but they found an incredible device that seemed far too technologically advanced. The machine functioned as a calculator, 
allowing its user to follow time, the movement of stars, eclipses, moon phases, and even countdowns to events like the Olympics with amazing precision. This level of technology is almost impossible to explain coming from an ancient Greek wreckage. No mechanism would come close to the machine until the 14th century when geared clocks began to be built in Europe. How was the device created so long ago, 1400 years before its time? Could the sinking of the Antikythera and the loss of the calculator have held the development of technology back by hundreds of years? Meanwhile, the Caucasus Mountains near the Black Sea are one of the few areas of Europe that haven't experienced much human impact, even though most white-skinned people in the world are referred to as Caucasians. Despite this, archaeologists have found many ancient megalithic structures in the area. The house-like structures, known as dolmens, contain jewelry, bronze tools, and assorted pottery. Archaeologists don't know who built them, why they built them, or what their true purpose is. The stones were either two stones held together by a large stone as a roof, or smaller stones stacked as walls with a hole only on one side. There have even been stone plugs found that to seal whatever is inside. What's even stranger about these stone formations is that they aren't just found in the Caucasus. They're found all over the planet. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.